Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 31. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Durian busts on the scene. It's like, the Durians are here! Right into a fleeing Protoss. It's like covered in something. Doesn't know what that's about. He was told there might be Zerg, though. Yep. And there's definitely Zerg. He does. He burns all his maneuvers just getting here, so he's not able to take a shot yet. Uh, but he's, yeah, the Endurians are here. He's like, well, the Endurian is here. The civilians clear out. I'll take care of this Zerg. Wow, he's really efficient. Totally worth the credits. Uh, we are back to the top. It is a bad guy, which is Landasha. Does Landasha take a swipe at this guy or just tries to get out? She's got the strain. She'll do both. Yeah, she'll take a swipe at this guy and take two maneuvers to boogie. This guy being Durian? This guy being Durian. Oh, man. Take that, Malorn. You're not even worth the powder. <laughs> that, it's, it's really to spite Malorn. <laughs> That's right. Helping Terrans to spite Protoss. Hurting Terrans to spite Protoss. <laughs> they just use that to justify everything they do. With Terrans. It's true. The Taldrium are so spiteful. Yeah. Uh, she is not able to connect, though, as, uh, like, Durian's on the guard, even though he's not sure who or what this is. He, like, leaps out of the way as she swipes around the corner. However, since she's gotten rid of the frying pan laser, she has advantages. She's able to reactivate her cloak, and the the fire extinguisher stuff has started to slough off as well. So as she's out of the corner, her cloak is shimmering back up. That is her turn. She is around the corner in Almost out of the building is your suspicion. We have a player turn. Who would like to go? Still got a Hydralisk in here. Wounded, but not down. Do you want to try to slip out with the weapon? I cannot. She has to act in the last initiative slot. Okay, so then I've got the gun. Did I see Landasha leave? Yes, you did. And I, can I see that Imogen has the weapon? You can see that Imogen has the weapon. It is like clutching her, her chest. There's blood. Okay, then I think the Hydralisk is the only thing we have left. I think so. I'm not smart. I'm in combat. I'm going to shoot the Hydralisk. That's fine. I mean, I'm not going to be clever, even though it would probably be more clever to get out of here and leave the Hydralisk to the rest of them, but I don't think of that. That is perhaps. Uh, it's going to be a red and a black to shoot the Hydralisk. He's like, I thought we were friends. The poor thing. He's had to suffer a whole lot. I'm like, he regenerates so they can just keep doing this to him. Two advantages. You can give him a black die, or you can, like, pay forward a blue die and recover a strain. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Next allied character will get some of that. Hydralisk turn. It is equidistant from Lily, two troopers. Imogen's probably a little bit further away. So, let me roll 1d3, then. Where a 1 is Lily, a 2 is the North Trooper, and a 3 is the South Trooper. South Trooper it is. This Hydralisk, whatever was done to its spines, they can't launch them, so it has to run up to him and go to try to claw him to pieces. 
yeah. Uh, South Trooper has a real bad day and is cut to ribbons by this wounded but still very, very dangerous Hydralisk. Yeah, more dangerous since we got there. A little bit. The Hydras maybe is wearing himself down a little bit, but he's going to go out with a bang. He's got that invigorated creep running through his veins. The other trooper, he just saw his friend get cut down. He needs like a discipline check or something. Uh, he fails. He, he's freaking out. He's like, no, Frank! Frank! He was not prepared to actually fight a Hydralis today. He did take out that Protoss Bloodhunter, but he was not in a situation to deal with this. Uh, we have two player slots, which is not Imogen. One of them is Durian. Uh, one of them is Malorn. So what would you guys... They are open to your... Durian is very much follows your orders. Is Malorn satisfied? Uh, Malorn has a huge smirk on his face. You suspect, yes, he is satisfied. <laughs> you have the weapon. So he's not... He doesn't need to go after Landasha or... No. It, as far as you can tell, yes, he looks like this worked out as he wanted. He's not, like, rushing to get out of here. He just seems to be enjoying himself. But if we were trying, if the part of the goal, his goal was to humiliate her for something about discrediting her, both of her people are dead. This is true. So there's no witnesses unless, you know what? I don't know the details of this. I don't need to roll for Protoss. <laughs> he can but, do it with his thing. But from his perspective, leaving the weapon here is a bad idea because she could just come back and get it. Yeah, she could come back and get it to, like, claim that she was able to get it, but her two goons died. So, yes, if you take it, then she doesn't know where it is anymore. It's, no matter what happens, it looks bad for her. Okay. But it looks good for us if the Protoss steal the weapon away. Yes, it does. What are you proposing? Well, right now he looks like a turn. Yes. But if he were to, like, step out of the room and drop his guys and come back in as a Protoss and take the weapon away, then the guards here and the scientists here who are all like, ah! Uh, yeah, it's going to be total chaos. They're just aware, like, a Protoss took the weapon and left. Well, if he could cloak, that might even be better because Protoss are but, getting shot. But for us to have witnesses who yeah. know that Protoss attacked the place and Protoss took the weapon away... That's the best outcome from our perspective. True. Then we don't have to make up lies about, oh, we're confiscating this weapon or whatever. So how do you communicate this to Malorn? I'm not allowed to go yet, though. Yeah, that, that is the thing. So I think what really happens is Malorn looks at this situation. Uh, he's already got a side gauntlet. He extinguishes his side gauntlet. He looks at the Hydralisk, which cuts down a trooper. That's not any concern of his. Lily seems to be taking care of things. I think Malorn just, like, takes satisfaction. He kind of uh, gloats to himself and is not effective in the combat this round. That's okay. If I take the last action and then he gets the first action in the next round, then we still get what I want to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is fine. And Durian, I feel like Durian, he's going to shoot the Zerg. Oh, yeah. So I think Malorn looks at Durian, looks at the Zerg, Looks back at Durian. <laughs> so maybe Durian goes next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is Durian's turn next. He's like, uh, yes, right away, Miss Ornery. Thanks for the tip. Stand clear! Durian's gonna take his shot at the Hydralisk. He is medium range from this Hydralisk, but he can aim. And I'm not making this up. 
He gets a triumph. <laughs> totally worth the credits. No, he's not 11. And Darius saved oh. the facility. <laughs> he gets a failure with a triumph. He shoots like a light fixture and it falls on the Zerg. What I'm going to say is, and this poor Hydralisk is like running out of, yeah. I think it's he doesn't shoot the Zerg directly, you're right. He does shoot like a light fixture just as about it's about to like slice into a scientist right there. One of the scientists that knows that Lily is a resock. <laughs> Thanks for adding that. Yeah, I need to add that detail. All of the scientists know. I'm telling you, as far as I'm concerned, if they've got a lab coat, they know. It's a science conspiracy. Even the one guy that nobody ever talks to. I will say he staggers the Hydralis, so the Hydralis is not going to act next round. And he says, hey, pick on somebody your own size. And he, like, is bursting into the room. So all attention is 100% focused on Durian as he does this. Then it is the last slot, and Imogen, you get to go. And he's got his, like, tag that says he was in the Dominion Marine. Right, yeah. I served on Char. Oh, that's true. He does have that. I served. He's got his Char medal. Okay. So do I need, like, a streetwise check or something to sneakily communicate to Maloran, like, what I want to do? It would be a shame if any Protoss came back into this room and took this weapon away. I mean, there's a lot of chaos going on. If you want to spend a maneuver to get in with, engaged with him, you can just whisper to him. But I don't, <laughs> want, I don't want it to be obvious. Okay. I'm like bleeding all over this thing. I don't really want to like take actions. I see, I see. And I don't know how much people are paying attention. Or if there's cameras in here even. Give me a two purple streetwise check. Take a black because Malorn is from a totally different culture. So, like, communicating that to him is extra difficult. You have you have all the points, though. You can't psionically tell him this? I had looked at the things, but, like, I don't actually have, like, telepathy. You don't have a way to send. Yeah. If you could tell him to listen, he would be able to receive. Do I know that? Can I just open my mind to him? It has to be active on his part that he's going to watch what you're doing. And even then, it's only surface-level thoughts. It's not exactly what you're thinking. Okay, but if I was, like, visualizing what I wanted to happen. Yes, but the, he, then his action also has to be that he's... Oh, tuning in. Tuning in. Is it an action for him to, like, drop his disguise? Or is that just a maneuver? Or is that incidental? That's probably incidental. Because what I need is a maneuver for him to, like, come to me and take the thing away and, like, leave himself. So I don't care if he has to take two strain to do an action also. <laughs> That's a situation then where he is making the psionics check and he's way better at psionics than I am at Streetwise. And it, it fits the story better if we do this via a psionic way. Okay, I do like that. So on this turn, you cue him in. I think it's essentially kind of like, I tried to give orders to the guards that they take people away and they were like, shut up. And so Imogen is kind of like, why does nobody listen to me? Looking pointedly at Malorn. And, you know, maybe even I can take some maneuvers to, like, stagger to my feet and, like, move closer. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think you will give him a blue die. And if you want me to make, like, a deception check or something as I'm, like, acting more hurt. Make a hand. cool check, actually. Make a two purple cool check. And take a blue because it's still very chaotic. Okay. And I'll use one of the story points. Okay. Because in my ideal situation here is nobody knows that Mal Ornery was a fake. I want that hidden as well. Otherwise we get in trouble for bringing her in. Right. 
Three successes, one advantage, and a triumph. And a triumph. Durian doesn't know that anything is afoot either. <laughs> yes. Durian is not aware, and I'll let you... Uh, he can have an upgrade as well. Okay. So just to be clear, your goal is for him to understand what you're doing, dash to the next room, make a Superman quick change, dash back and take things, or just change right there in the chaos and hope no one notices. My goal is for nobody to have known that Mal Ornery and this Protoss were the same person. Okay. With my maneuvers on my turn, I can get close to the door myself. Okay, okay. I guess I've moved closer to the door as part of my action of I'm supposed to be trying to get out of here. And the main thoughts that I can convey are, you as a protoss need to steal this weapon. Need to be seen stealing this weapon. Yes. Yes, okay. And that's as much as I can communicate. Okay. Start of the next round. Landasha gets away, as planned. By her. By Malorn, too. That's success in his book. Malorn goes. He needs to make a psionic check. And I said, if you want to read surface level thoughts, that's how difficult? Three. Okay. Uh, You were giving him a blue and an upgrade, though. Yes. And presumably he has more than one rank in psionic. He does. He's just that cocky and overconfident. (laughs) (laughs) Right. He's got no ranks, actually. Okay. You learn by teaching, right? Yeah. Uh, He has successes uh, with a couple threats. So the full extent of the message might not get across. And what I think gets across is like, needs to be seen, but getting taken away by a Protoss, he's going to make the quick change right there. He had a side gauntlet out earlier anyway. Okay. He's not super concerned. And like, he would like to not get shot, but meh. (laughs) The Terran bullets are so primitive. So he drops his guys. And grabs it and runs. Grabs this. The one remaining trooper like, we missed one! And, uh, he books it out the back. Worst intern ever. Yeah. Hydralisk turn. Let's see. Hydralisk is short range from Lily. Oh, Durian, right. He needs to go up to Durian. He rushes up to Durian. No, he's staggered. He's staggered. He, like, turns slowly uh, as the, like... Narrows his eyes at Durian. The light comes, kind of growls at Durian. Durian just says, yeah, right here, buddy. Everybody else, get clear. Been a long time since Char. <laughs> I got some payback, buddy. Trooper, who's still alive, he was not dealing with this. He's just like, yes, sir. He gets out. I like how the alarms went off and, like, none of the actual facility guards showed up. Durian showed up. Durian's a lot faster, and they were a little short-staffed. In the front, right? Yeah. I mean, nobody saw me take the sensors. This is true. Uh, we got two player slots. We got three player slots. All the other players. So Imogen, Lily, Durian, what would you like to have happen? I think soldiers should go first. Lily, Durian. He could take a shot at... You want Durian to take a shot? Since he took the big... You know what? No, why don't I take a shot? That way if I get bonuses, I can pass them off to the guy with the big gun. Sure. You are short range. Yeah, but I can... Can I take a step towards Imogen? You can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can absolutely maintain your range. I know she's injured, but I do want to do that. Okay, and I'll just take a shot at this Hydralisk. Yep, no problem. One purple, one black. One success and one advantage. Okay, uh, you do some damage to the Hydralisk, but he's not hes not down yet by any stretch. Yeah, I'll pay that forward then. You pay forward a blue die, excellent. It is Durian's turns. Yeah, unless Imogen has something she wants to do. Nope. Bleed. 
Yeah. Durian, like, lines up a shot carefully. Uh, he has one success and six advantages. So he does some more damage, not quite bringing it down, but six advantages, though. Six can crit. Yeah, he crits with a plus ten. Eighty-two plus ten. Oh, that's actually real good. At the brink, target suffers two strain every time they perform an action. Oh, yeah, he's already been, like, this guy's seen things. Yeah, so he blows on a chunk of the Hydralis side, and that's where an important major artery is, and this Hydralis is bleeding out. Curiously, also bleeding straight creep. Uh, you know, the insightful might notice. Most people probably aren't going to notice that. <laughs> Lily and Imogen, you've got to notice. He's bleeding pure creep, too. Do they usually do that? We've fought them before. No, not normally. Oh. But you gave him a creep shot. You did give him a creep shot. But it wasn't that much. Who knows how these things work inside? We'll just blame the scientists and their experiments. It could be. It's true. Imogen, it is your turn. Oh this... no, a protest took the weapon. This is Zerg. It looks like it could pass out at any moment. Okay. If you want, we can even like fall out of combat order, frankly. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think the, between Lily and Durian, they can take out that Hydralisk, and I don't really feel like there's anything else that needs to be accomplished in this room, and Malorn got away. Until like somebody else who's associated with this facility shows up, I don't think Imogen needs to do anything other than like sit here. <laughs> Catch your breath, you suffered a real nasty gash. Yeah. You try to get clear. Yeah, I'm not a soldier. Once the threat level is gone, I'm almost shocky. I could have died today. You know, post-combat shakes sort of thing. I'm just a civilian. He carries a gun. And a badge. You know, those scientists who are cowering over there, I'm not them. I'm courageous and stuff. That's true. But like, once the threat is over, I don't need to... Yeah. Okay. I sit down heavily on the floor and like... Kind of look at my jacket, which is now quite ruined. Yep, we are back to the top one player slot before the Zerg. Lily, do you want to go, or do you want Durian to take the shot? Yeah, let's go ahead and let Durian take the shot, and then I can... He needs the publicity. He does need the publicity. Yeah. Durian, you see him, like, this Hydralisk is... It's on his last legs, but it's still... It's on his last leg, but it's still up at the moment. Durian kind of, he like, he looks to you, like, may I miss Washington? Yep. Does he do a double aim? He does a double aim. Lines up careful, like gets down on one knee. His form is flawless. <laughs> Makes his roll. It's beautiful. It is. Lily, you appreciate it. And he has... Oh, this is good news for him. Four successes. So he's going to kill this thing outright. Does enough damage. Three advantages and a triumph. Oh, this is... There's some camera that hasn't recorded anything else, but it'll record this so that the footage can go on the news. At this time, like, a couple of the other troopers come in the other, the door from the opposite side. Local veterans saves museum employees from Zerg attack. Yeah. They're like, whoa, we got here as fast as we could the alarm. They just see this guy. Then he hands out a business card. Uh, yeah, he finishes off the Hydralisk. It's been an honor serving you, Miss Washington. <laughs> and it's, like, right when, like, the 60-minute mark gets hit. Ba-ding! <laughs> That is the end of that combat, unless you want to lay into these troopers, uh, that's a recall. You mean shoot them? Yeah, or punch a scientist. I kind of want to punch a scientist, but I really- You can pull a scientist up from the floor kind of harshly hard, and that would feel almost as good. Yes, and I'll, I'll grab him and I'll be like, fixer, and I point at Imogen. Uh, give me a coercion check, two purples. <laughs> <laughs> fixer. 
Like they're scientists. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I should trust them. They were going to shoot, but I know why they were going to do it for me. Oh, but I am at the black dye because the resock thing. Can she have a blue dye? Because she also just shot up the room. I think you get a blue dye as well because you shot up the room. All right, I'll take that. Two successes. <laughs> Apparently, the dice are coming through for the story here. They're like, well, I'm not, the, I, the, you know, the, there's a first aid kit here. We can, yes, Imogen is like this optics doc PhD. Because they're like, uh, look, I just uh, take this, some gauze. Be nice. And uh, take this painkiller. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, geez. You are really tall. <laughs> uh, so they do use a, a hit of a painkiller on you. I mean, unless Durian knows medic, which I don't think I don't think about it because I'm like pushing the scientist, but he can also step in if he's got any medical skill. Oh, yeah, I think Durian's a little busy. Uh, he's getting these other civilians clear. Okay. Making sure he's confirming are there any other threats. Do they do a medicine check on me or just give me a stim shot? They, yeah, I think Lily's right there. They do a medicine check on you as well. It's only one purple. And I am happy to expend a story point to get a crit heal. Oh, sorry. Oh, you have a crit as well. Yes. They can try to heal your crit right now if you want. Yes. Okay. They have two successes. They are able to uh, staunch, the, like, yeah, this, we just need a, to staple it closed. They've been keeping this Hydralisk alive, so presumably somebody's got some skill. Uh, Hydralisk keeps itself alive. <laughs> That's a Durian, actually, like, he takes out a little fire starter and he lights the Hydralisk on fire. You've got to make sure they're dead. He's, like, talking to the troopers now. It's like a troll. You have to burn it out. You don't understand. If they're not fully dead, they will come back. And yeah, it might look dead. It might be dead. You know what? I want to make sure. And he's like explaining this to the troopers. <laughs> they're like, oh, no, I've never fought on Char. No, oh, that place sounds terrible. <laughs> and uh, Dury announces like, any other threats? All right, we got the all clear. Get some medical personnel back here. You, he like points to one of the troopers. Call an ambulance. Oh, boy. Are you, are you, uh, Miss Washington and, uh, Miss Owen Dohort safe? And where's, oh god, where's Miss, uh, where's Miss Ornery? She ran away. Coming around the hall is Miss Ornery. Uh, she's got, like, her backpack. <laughs> she's got a huge purse. It's a big old tote. <laughs> yeah, an extra big tote purse where you could possibly fit a rifle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you say she ran away. She kind of glares at you, Imogen. He's proud Terran. That's Armalorn. Yep. She nods at Durian. Yes, do you guys stick around as, like, emergency services personnel come around? Or do you want to get out of here? Is there anybody here of authority? Like, Dr. Brian is dead. Other scientists were in shock. There's, like, management staff in the front of the museum. I feel like we can't just walk away without saying anything to anybody. But I would be fine with, like, leaving through the front door and saying, like, good news. The front of your museum is perfectly compliant. And uh, the back seems to have issues, but probably we won't need to visit again. Okay. We could also play off Durian as just a visitor if we don't want to say that we hired him. I am I'm totally cool with that. But on the other hand, he did refer to you as like Miss Washington and ask us questions and defer to us. But. That's true. And maybe we could expense part of it for budget. <laughs> possibly. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, I think it's good for him to, like, have this be a legit job. I, yeah, I true. We brought him along in case things went wrong. Things went wrong. You know, uh, Jefferson Duke said you need to stay out of trouble, stay safe. So you, you've got some extra help. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's going to say, like, no health coverage includes not hiring people to protect you. 
afraid that's going to be the case. Uh, but but we've got a good excuse for having hired him. I think that's probably correct. So you go back to the front. Uh, Durian asks, like, did you want you okay, Miss Washington? I, I feel like I need to help these people situate. There's going to be a lot of victims of shock as well. Go for it. Thank you, Miss Washington. I will I'll catch back up with you later. I dropped the clock. One hour was all we paid for. Uh, absolutely. Would you like to extend for 25 credits? It's your choice. But I think uh, everything's probably pretty safe, so you probably don't need that. We can just hand over the money that we promised him. Thank you very much. He has gotten his payment. He is very happy. He's getting a lot of ex- good exposure here. Uh, he's talking to the troopers. There's at least one like junior-level scientist back there. You come out to the front. It is very still... But there is the supervisor, the person kind of peeks around the wall. Like, is, is it safe back out there yet? They, they, they turned the alarm off, so we cleared out the building. They're just dealing with cleanup now. Oh my gosh, what happened? Well, it's a restricted facility, so I don't think that you're really cleared to know that. Okay, are we safe to operate our museum? Aye, aye. You can probably have customers come back in. Okay, well look, I want to make sure that whatever... Terrible things are going on back there don't affect, like, the front part of this museum. Like, we were all... Our, our report looks good, right? Your, your museum is completely compliant. Are you just a leasee of the front of this building, or are you... Uh, well, it's a Dominion-owned building. So we, don't, we, we don't pay rent to do that. They just... They allot us the space. But the museum is, like, an official government organization itself. Yeah. Think of it like the Smithsonian kind of thing. Right. I let her know that... There's no problems with what she runs. What she runs is totally fine. And we'll be sure to express their complete cooperation in our report. And I don't say anything to Lily whatsoever about the goggles. I leave that entirely up to Lex to decide what Lily is going to do with them. Yeah, what you are happen to be still wearing them. Do you, like, do you think Lily is like, does she remember that she's wearing them right now? I think on the one hand... Lily's like, yeah, I'm not a thief, but on the other hand, come on, they were going to test on her. I think she's going to keep the goggles. Okay. She would put them back, but... Well, they were on underneath the goggles the lab gave us, though. Yes. And the lab goggles. She's keeping them both unless somebody says <laughs> something. You can definitely keep the safety goggles. That's not unusual at all. Yeah. So maybe the manager won't notice them because they're behind the other goggles. I think that's the last thing the manager is concerned about right now. I was going to return them, but I I just needed a small reason to keep them, I think. That's good enough for me. That's, that's a big reason. That's, that's fine. Yeah. The only thing I will tell her is that I don't know how much control her governing board, like how much sway they have or anything. And it seems like they're in like a really good spot here. But they might consider whether having these two facilities in the same location is a good idea or not in the future. Right. Give me a charm check. Two purples. Okay. Four successes, one threat, and a triumph. Okay. Yeah, but we do have a good location here. Oh, gosh. it's Dr. Brian has so much sway in the Dominion, though. It's so hard to... I don't think I'm compromising anything to tell you that Dr. Brian is dead. What? <laughs> like the dropping the dice. <laughs> and, and also, this is a really good location for you. But I think it's been demonstrated that it's not really a secure enough location for them. At this point, one, emergency services personnel arrive, so like some paramedics are on the scene. Two, some reporters from Universe News Network are on the scene as well. And like you can overhear one of them 
outside like, You heard it here first on UNN! Zerg in the Dominion Optics Research Facility! Oh no, that's bad news. Uh, and they're like trying to like get in and interview people. What do you guys do? Do you go out the front door where you will have, may have to deal with the media? We could maneuver Madurian out there. It'd be good PR for him and he could be the hero. It would. You can hit him on the comm and tell him there's some people he should talk to out front. Yeah. We can also plug fraud. That yes, I was also thinking that. Like, good PR for fraud will maybe make Jefferson more lenient towards us. And we are here legitimately. So I think both those things are good. I think you should call Darian and tell him to come up. And I think, I don't know how comfortable Lily is in front of cameras, given the whole like resock thing, but I think Imogen is totally fine with it. Yeah, I'm happy to put Darian. I don't think she thinks of cameras, but she's probably not going to talk. This foreigner and these two silent women with her. (laughs) (laughs) They have a lot to say. Miss Ornery does not need to be appear before cameras. That's probably Malorne's preference. She is not a a fraud employee. But I'm happy to be in the background, especially since I'm unremarkable. Oh, that is true. You'll be on... Even though you're right there, like, at the interview, it just looks like you're in the background. The thing is, the camera, like, she's too tall, and her face keeps, like, not being an angle. This is my chin. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm in the comm. I'm like, Durian! Oh, yes, Miss Washington! Did you get out okay? Was there any other threats? It's I like how he's concerned about my when I'm the one that hasn't been injured. Sorry, I'm off the clock. How are you? You okay, Lily? Yep. Come here. Yeah, just give me one second. Yeah, just uh, put some gauze on that. You'll probably be fine. You're gonna be okay. You did good. You did good. Just a short while later, he tromps out. Everything okay? I point to Imogen and the press. <laughs> cool. That's a lot of reporters. You guys kind of. A little, little camera shy. Imogen has already like headed out while Lily was calling Durian. I tell Durian, I, I'm like, Durian. <laughs> what, what, you want me to talk? I'm not a, I'm not a media. Businessman. Uh, make a negotiate check. Oh. You get two blue dice because it is a brilliant business idea, but it's two purples. Or charm, your, your choice. <laughs> it was gold duggery for this. Two threats. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll go if you come with me. Okay. <laughs> he can just do what I do, which is let Imogen talk. Well, Imogen and you are in two separate conversations. <laughs> That's fine. Yes, Malorn slips out on his own. We'll meet you perhaps back at your apartment later. Frankly, I will be surprised if he does meet us again. You mean we won't find him in our apartment drinking beer? I mean, these Terrans have served their usefulness. <laughs> Uh, that's just going to be a note, like, you served your usefulness. All tied around the frying pan. Here's payment in kind, plus ten credits for some additional beer that I took from your fridge. Oh, it's a Protoss <laughs> smiley face. He likes us. I don't a care what he... smiley face? It's just eyes? Just eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's have Durian and Lily. So, Kate Lockwell from Universe News Network is there. Uh, this is Kate Lockwell. I'm here with... Durian of the Endurian Mercenary Company. Now, I understand that there was a Zerg attack here. Is that, is that correct? And, like, she's got the thing up. And he's like, uh, uh, yes, there was Zerg. The lights are really bright, and he's clearly not used to that. I was just here on a normal uh, protection uh, security detail contract uh, for some very important people. Uh, but, yes, I'm in the Endurian Research Company. 
Or the Enduring... Oh, gosh. He's he's kind of stumbling a little bit. <laughs> he is not used to it. What can you do to help him out, Billy? Oh, what can I do? Yes, you are there with him. It doesn't have to be charm. It doesn't have to be leadership. I will put my hand on his arm. Ah. Okay. Just more like kind of solidarity or like maybe pat him on the back or something like that. Yeah. I'm not... Like, words aren't my weapon. No, I hear you. I actually... I want a discipline check. All right. Of just one purple. Just like showing camaraderie. Not discipline not to like feel him up. Just kidding. Well, I mean, that's up to you. You feel Three his arm and then you realize what nice muscles he has. <laughs> hmm. Three successes and a threat. So it does make you a little uncomfortable. There are a lot of cameras on you. You kind of pull your collar up a little bit just to feel a little more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, you'll give him, uh, we'll say three blue dice. You have three successes. You're taking an action to do this. You're right there. He says, uh, yes, I'm Durian from the Enduring Mercenary Company. I was protecting some very important people today. They sounded the alarm. I came into the situation. Uh, local Dominion forces were doing their best, but they needed some professional help. That's what I came in there for. Uh, some Zurich Hydralisk has broken loose, but I got in there with my professional skills, eliminated the threat with minimal civilian casualties. And then helped treat them afterwards. Yes. In addition to help treating and getting people out of there, the best way to stay safe, folks, is to not get in a dangerous place in the first place. The second best way to stay safe is to hire the Endurian Mercenary Company. <laughs> no. My phone number is... Now he has a tagline. <laughs> he makes his, I guess, negotiate for marketing. Or could he do charm or leadership for... Those are all the same for him, but yes. Oh. <laughs> I guess charm is more of a marketing thing. Yes, he has a few successes and an advantage... He gets some good press out of this. Uh, it's Kate Lockwell. Like, you heard it live, folks. Zerg at a Dominion facility. Uh, have they already penetrated our homeworld? I hope not. But thankfully, we've got mercenaries keeping us safe, augmenting our Dominion forces. She should have a snide comment about Manx that she likes to work in there. When Dominion forces aren't good enough, if you got the credits, hire a mercenary. Imogen, you're talking to someone else. Did you have a particular agenda? Is what You wanted to play up fraud. Yes, protecting the taxpayers' dollars and ensuring that Dominion works for them. Okay. You're talking to uh, a much older fellow. Just, ah, what are you? What happened to you? <laughs> it's just like got this microphone kind of in your face. <laughs> I like readjust the microphone. <laughs> a little bit. Hmm. Jefferson wanted this kept like kind of quiet. A little bit. But we didn't find anything to prosecute. So that's that's good. For the museum part. So I will tell the news reporters that the Dominion's fraud division, fraud, retaliation abuse, waste division, exists to protect the taxpayers' dollars and to ensure that Dominion resources are used in the, the best way possible. Okay. And that includes making sure that facilities such as this one are operating in accordance with uh, appropriate health and safety parameters. And this is you know, as boring in the fictional world as it is in real life. <laughs> she doesn't say that, but definitely this is not like the interesting, exciting news clip compared to like Durian's, but uh, Imogen does her best to positively spin her, her organization. Okay. He takes the microphone back. What is this fraud thing really about? Isn't this just another waste of our tax dollars? And like, again, the microphone like almost hits you in the face. In fact... Fraud has like the smallest budget of any Dominion organization and uh, operates on a tight shoestring in order to ensure that it itself does not waste anything. Okay. 
uses a space greyhound. I will need a charm check. I'm going to upgrade this so it's two reds and a black because he's just a generally unfriendly interviewer who's prone to misinterpret what you're saying. I will upgrade myself as I do my best to make sure no single phrases I utter when taken in isolation will hurt my cause. And I have success with two advantages and a triumph. You break through Herb Welch here as he takes the microphone. He's still got the same like disaffected kind of attitude. There you heard it here, folks. The poorest, most pathetic division of the Empire turns out to do something good today. Fraud. Ensuring compliance. Keeping you safe. Not asking much in return, folks. Come on. Help them out. What are you doing with this triumph? I could definitely upgrade something when you go talk to Duke. Presuming you will do that. That works for me. Considering, you know, we need to go to Chaosara. <laughs> you do. So I think you, you've earned some goodwill. You've earned a, like a blue die and an upgrade when you talk to Duke about things. Right. We have all these things we need to do. I keep forgetting. You do. I'm like, don't I work at the refinery still? <laughs> <laughs> so many jobs to keep track of. Just a busy, busy person. Wait, are we raiders? Wait, what do we do? Uh, yeah, so you're allowed, you're let go. Durian still has to like, shake a lot of hands. The museum superintendent, like, make sure to gush, like, yes, he was, he was here, especially for, like, our veterans discount day. Yeah, every Thursday, veterans get in free. We never know when you might need your help, so please. And uh, we're still open, the museum super supervisors insist on saying. Still a great place for families. I assure you the issues were all in the back of the research area. The main gallery was completely safe and untouched. There are some rumors that, like, you hear in the news about, like, Protoss being uh, somehow instigators of this, but it's really not clear. Like, they're interviewing some of the troopers, like, yeah, there was definitely Protoss. And then everyone's like, what? There was a Hydralisk. Then everyone's like, no, there was a Terran who was taken. They're like, no, it was definitely a Protoss. There's confusion regarding over what happened. Yeah, I would say uh, we definitely don't mention anything like that. I did not think so. The scientists report, Protoss came in, they stole our weapon and a pair of sensor goggles. <laughs> So we couldn't track them, of course! <laughs> so, you guys get back to your apartment. Malorn is not there, but the weapon is, and there is like a little note. As per our agreement, Lindasha has been sufficiently humiliated. I'll be able to make the next move against her when the time is right. Uh, so, he's got the frying pan laser, and it's got your name on it, Lily. And indeed, there are ten credits. And you're out of beer. Do you, do you want to put the tent? Wait, did we have a mission fund or something? We did, but it was all spent. We spent it to pay Darian, and we spent it on the things that we owed Rory. Okay, so do you want to just put the tent in there? Or do you want to buy beer? You want to go celebrate? <laughs> well, you do know that 10 credits is my standard for... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we can go celebrate with that. It's definitely not enough for a swanky new knife, that's for sure. Definitely not. I have mouths to feed, so... <laughs> yeah, we should spend it on uh, going out drinking. That's how Malorn intended it be spent. Nice. Excellent. Celebrating. I don't know what we're going to do with this. We this laser it. weapon is so big, isn't it? And obviously not... But we're about much. to be going to like a burnt-out wreck of a world. So if we both have a Protoss weapon... I'm not opposed to keeping it. I was just wondering if we could use it for the ship or so. I don't know. We can figure it out, but I have no problem using it if we can get away with it. Yeah, I wouldn't walk around the streets with it here, but uh, 
But I wouldn't walk around in the streets with my dog or my Zerg. Anywhere you can take Snowball, you can take this gun. <laughs> that's, that's true. You go somewhere, it's got like a sign, no Zerg Larva. Also, no Protoss weapons. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Does this mentioning of Snowball trigger any memories? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to remember until I see him. Because that's when the light is flashing. I assume you go check on Snowball. You get back to your apartment. Oh, yes. I go check. And Sunshine, what are they doing? Yeah, uh, Sunshine has made a total mess of your room. Again? 100%, yeah. Okay. More of a mess. Yeah. Does Lily, like, keep her room, like, in military neatness? You know, so she makes her bed. But then she leaves things around, so... I don't think she has that much stuff, so... So it's pretty austere, but... But yeah, I don't think she's completely neat, but she has a little bit of habit built for some of it. Imogen is a complete mess because like on Emoja, things would always just like pick up after you and like... There's no Roombas here. We need a Roomba so that Snowball can ride it around. Whee! Oh, and then I see Snowball. Okay, so my room's a mess. Yes, and you're like, uh-huh. And then you see Snowball and you remember, oh, blinky red light. Oh, Imogen. I think we need to replace or charge his battery soon. What? Look, I pointed the lights. Maybe a couple weeks. This device is built by Terrence. Yes, 100%. Can I examine this to see, like, is this just a battery maybe we can buy in, like, some sort of radio shack? You can examine it. You're looking to use mechanics? Yeah. Give me a... And if you can keep Snowball calm, can I, like, pry open things? Yes, two purple mechanics. Yeah, I mean, I can hold him and I can order him to stand, stay still or whatever. Or I can try. That's true. Uh, if you make a two purple leadership check, plus a blue die for being his commanding officer. Okay. One success and one advantage. Uh, okay, you order him to be still. Uh, he's admittedly a little concerned if people reach near his, his head, but he's been ordered to be still. He will be still. So... Imogen, you can take a blue die and an upgrade on your mechanics check. And am I allowed to use my screwdrivers and my pliers? Yes, so that's not our blue die. Yep. I wonder if he likes candy. If he likes sweets, I mean, it would make sense. Well, he doesn't have teeth, does he? Oh, he does. He does have teeth. So you don't rot his teeth, right? Five successes and one advantage. So yes, you agree with Lily's conclusion. There's now, I think, 25 days left on it. Or is it 26? I don't know if you had an exact calendar. I knew it was about 28, but I didn't know how many days. She, got, she noticed this on Sunday, and it's Wednesday now. Yeah, so there's 25 days left uh, on this battery. You check it out. It is not a standard battery type anymore. It looks like maybe an old Confederate military style, but those are not easily acquired. Can they be recharged? Uh, that's a good question. Considering that we have an old confederate science vessel that is the right kind of interface if you wanted to try that okay it's a little bit dangerous either like you have to take it out of snowball and then charge it or plug it directly into snowball lee june might also have something like that because she was she has all kinds of confederate junk doesn't she she does have old weird stuff that is true these things we found evidence that they were being assembled actually on saffron there was a partially assembled thing like that on the lab bench there that is true so we might also consider searching around inside Saffron to see if there's 
a drawer or something that has like the equipment that whoever it was was using since there was a partially assembled one. Maybe there's just a spare battery that we could put in there for even while we charge this one or whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I certainly haven't gone through and done a full inventory of what's inside Saffron. That is another possibility. Sounds and like a the facility on Chalcera also could be a place where things are. Although I don't want to leave necessarily that long because we don't know how long it'll take to get there and how long we might be stuck there. And goodness knows we don't we don't have the the Vespian to get off that rock right now. Mm-hmm. Is the problem. But we have a little bit of time for this. I think probably a good thing to do is head over to the spaceport and determine whether we can deal with this just with Saffron. So do you, you don't go out to drink first? Well, we're not going to do that right now. Right. We've got 25 days. I just meant in terms of before I like call Lee June in a panic and ask if she has Confederate batteries. I want to solve the problem ourselves. And Saffron right now is the most direct and cheapest way to do that. That is true. We can check the market too. I mean, we have that can happen tomorrow. We can celebrate. Yeah. I mean, you guys needed some more painkillers anyway. Yeah. So you guys go. You have a good night drinking. You get a call later from Durian. He just thanks you again for his you know purchasing his services. That was a really great first job for him. He got some exposure. He's already got a couple leads on things. But he shows you if you ever need to hire the Endurians again, uh, you guys got priority. Tell him we're at the beer shop. Tell him to come by. Come drink with us. He's like, I would, but actually, I got another job tonight. I can't drink on the job. All right. Cool, cool. He's, he's All right, tell him job. he's buying the next round then, next time. <laughs> Imogen says you're buying the next round next time. All right, sounds fair. <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody got credits out of this. You guys just got equipment. Well, we got 10 credits, but we spent it. <laughs> well spent 10 credits. We could be more. Uh, as Marcus told us, after he took his 10 credits from us being hired at the refinery, I have no regrets. Yes. <laughs> we could be mercenary scientists. <laughs> Our science vessel. Yeah. Okay. There's certainly things in town that I know. There's conversations that can happen. There's things you want to do. Do you want to do those tonight? Or do you want to save those for the start of the next adventure? Do you know what the next adventure is? Is the next adventure Chowsara? That's possibly the next adventure. Or there, there could be something intermediate. Well, because Grom wanted to talk to us. So. Yes, right. Grom does want to talk to you. So if, if we need to do something tonight to determine what the next adventure is, then we should probably do that. Okay, that is fine. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time... This is Dicey Stories, reminding you, don't be dumb.